Well, hello everyone and welcome to the message today. Uh, my name's Josh, I'm one of the pastors here at Lifehouse and just so honored that you join us for God's Word today. And um, this month we're looking at a series called The Lord's Prayer. And um, this is really important. Maybe you've heard this before, maybe you know the Lord's Prayer, but Jesus gives us a model of how to pray. And um, the disciples came to Jesus one day and they said, Jesus, would you teach us to pray? And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, Jesus says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And uh, this is a great model of prayer um, from Jesus. And uh, oh, our hope, our desire for you is that you would be able to learn this prayer this month. Maybe memorize it. You've got some homework to do this month. Don't worry, we've got, uh, we got five weeks um, to learn this prayer. And actually to help us out, the Lifehouse Kids team has actually put together a song by Kenny the Koala who is going to sing the Lord's Prayer for us. And maybe that's a way we can learn as well. So let's check out Kenny the Koala singing the Lord's Prayer. Come on, wasn't that awesome? Kenny the Koala singing through the Lord's Prayer. So however you remember it, um, let's remember the Lord's Prayer. And I remember when I was a young boy uh, in a public school um, in Toowoomba, Australia, for whatever reason, there was a class where we said the Lord's Prayer before every class. And so even since I was six or seven years old, um, and I've always been able to remember the Lord's Prayer. Uh, it was a different version than the one we did, but I always remembered our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins and we forgive those who have sinned against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Almost word for word. And I've always been able to go back to that um, in a tough time or when I didn't have anything to pray or just in the mornings when I've been sleeping and, and, and sleepy and just, God, I just want to pray and the Lord's Prayer, it mentions five P's. Um, the first P being praise. The second one being God's plan. Then God's provision, our daily bread. Um, then God's pardon, His forgiveness of us. And then also God's protection. And so we're looking at five P's this month. Now, last week we looked at praise. And um, so if you missed that, make sure you go back and see Pastor Rod uh, teaching on praise. And today um, we're going to look at God's plan. So verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. And so um, I love this. I love this phrase here. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because it gives us a purpose. It gives us a plan to our lives. You know, we're not just Christians so that one day we can just go to heaven and be with Jesus. No, we are Christians. We are saved so that we can bring a little bit of heaven to earth. Come on. Let's give God some praise for His purpose in our life. You know, if we didn't have plan, if we didn't have purpose um, in our lives, life would not be very enjoyable. God has given us gifts to work out and to help improve and to, to help other people um, in our world, in our communities. Um, we have a part to play. We're going to look at a story um, who had an amazing part to play. And I love this because it shows that God's plan um, is there for a whole bunch of people. And sometimes God's plan is not what we expect. But this is um, the story of Simon Peter in the Bible. Um, Peter, he was a fisherman and he went from being a fisherman to the first church leader. I don't know about you, but that's, that's a pretty broad spectrum there. That's a pretty big plan, a pretty crazy plan from God. But in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18, it says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon named Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. You know, we see here that God, He doesn't just give us a whole new gift set when He calls us. No, He uses what we're already good at, but He uses it in a kingdom way. You see, they were fishing for their families. They were fishing for their business. They were good fishermen. That's great. And Jesus chose them. And in verse 19, He says, Come, follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. God took what they enjoyed, what they were passionate about, what they were good about, and He used that and He added His, His, His kingdom influence there. And He said, now I want you to go out and fish for people. He magnified what they already had in their hearts. And I want to encourage you today. Maybe you've got some gifts. Maybe you've got some skills. Maybe you've got some things that you're good at, but you haven't used them for God's kingdom yet. I want to invite you to pray a prayer today and say, God, hey, whatever I have, I, I, I'm going to use for you. In verse 20, it says, At once they left their nets and they followed Jesus. Um, and that's pretty bold. They left their nets there. They left their boats there. They left everything they had. And they said, we're going to follow you, Jesus. You know, um, with God's plan, we can't always see many steps ahead. But we can see the next step. And the next step for the fishermen was to follow Jesus that day. I don't know what your next step is here today, but I believe if you ask God um, and God calls you, um, you can take that next step. It says in the Bible in Psalms that, that God's Word is like a, a lamp unto our feet. It's just, it just shows us just one step ahead. It doesn't show us everything, but it just shows us what we need to know next. And so don't worry if you don't know the whole plan. Your kingdom come. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It sounds huge. It sounds big. Don't worry if you don't know everything. All you need to know is what is God calling you to do today or next. And so I just want to share a few things about God's kingdom and His plans for us and a few applications here today. And so the first thing I want to say is that the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of heaven is close to us. You know, um, just over 20 years ago, Pastor Rod and Vev came to Japan to start our very first Lifehouse Church in Tokyo with a vision of a wave that God was going to move. It was going to be full of His grace, uh, His love, not a destructive wave, but a grace wave. And uh, they came with that vision and a message for the people of Japan, which has moved to the people of Asia and now all across the world. Um, and the message is, hey, God is close to you. You see, sometimes we grow up or sometimes we think if there was a God, He must be far away. He mustn't care about us. But our message has always been that God is close to you. God cares about us. 
Matthew 10, verse 7, Jesus says it very, very clearly. He says, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out the demons. Freely you have received, so freely give. And so the first thing I want to encourage you, application, first thing I want to encourage you is give what you've got. If you've got something, if you've got a gift, if you've got a talent, let's give it away for kingdom purposes. And don't worry, when we give things away, you know, the kingdom of heaven is not like a pizza. You know, I took one pizza out and I gave another piece away and there's less left for me. No, the kingdom of heaven is like a river of grace. And, and I drank from the river and I gave away, but God brought more uh, into my life. And Maybe, you, maybe you've got some gifts in the area of finance or maybe you're serving or leadership or some other gifts and talents in the area of worship. Let's give those gifts away. You know, as we head back in the future to in-person services, I think we're going to need um, people on the dream team, people to say, hey, I've got this gift or I can do this or I'd love to serve in some area. And I think we're going to have an influx of people saying, I want to use my gift for the kingdom. You know, um, this week I was talking to my good friend Stan, um, who's married to Mariko and Stan's from France, Mariko's from Japan, and they uh, have been part of our church in Tokyo and Yokohama and now are serving in Bangalore, India, where Stan has a great job. And he was just asking some questions about our, our Financial Freedom Connect group and one of our business uh, connect groups based on some John Maxwell studies. And, and I thought, Stan, wow, that's really amazing. You're not just over there as an expat in India, in Bangalore, just you know, just, just doing what you're doing for your family. You're actually saying, no, I, I've actually got some gifts in the business area. I've actually got some talents in this area and I actually want to help people do their best. And he was just saying he can just see such a need um, for this teaching and, and such a hunger from the Indian people, from the people there, that he's so excited. He thinks that the group is going to be really big and I think it already has started um, and it has a lot of interest. And, and so I just think that's so amazing that, you know, it's not just someone that's sitting back and saying, well, you know, I could just be comfortable right now. It's not saying someone, I've got some gifts and I've got some things that God has given me and I'm actually going to give them away to help build the kingdom and say thank you Stan thank you Michael come on let's give a big hand for them and also for our churches in India doing amazing things um, let's give what we've got you know the second thing I want to say is God has you here or wherever you are um, on purpose for a purpose now, we can't talk about God's plan um, without mentioning Jeremiah 29, 11, right? When Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And, um, you know, one of the questions that comes up is, well, how can I get God's plan? How do I know God's plan? Well, in verse 12, it says, hey, I'm here. Just ask me. It says, you will call on me. You'll come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know God's plan for your life, um, the key is just to keep leaning into God. Come on, be part of church, being part of a connect group, being part of the messages, um, saying to God, God, I'll, I'll, I've got a desire. I want to get close to you. And God will speak to you. He won't give you the whole plan always, but He will give you that next step. And I often tell this to, to some great people around us here in Yokohama. We have lots of military uh, people around us at the Yokosuka base, Natsugi base. And sometimes they feel like maybe the government sent them here or there was a war that sent them here and they're just here because they have to be here. And I always say, no, actually, you don't know this, but God sent you here and you're here on purpose for a purpose. And part of that purpose is to help bring the kingdom of heaven here in Japan. <laughs> Come on, wow, I can feel the Holy Spirit as I say that. And sometimes people tear up and they say, 
wow, I didn't realize. I just thought I was here doing a job, but now I actually realize that I'm here on mission for God. And I really want to encourage you. Let's get that revelation that God has called us here on purpose for a purpose. And God's plans are often different than our plans. Um, and sometimes they're often, we can't comprehend, we can't even imagine um, God's plan. Sometimes they, they, the things don't seem to go very well and then all of a sudden there's an explosion and suddenly things are doing amazing. And, and uh, recently I heard a, an amazing story of a young boy um, in the late 19th century, in the 1900s. And, um, and, and this young boy, he had a desire uh, to go into the ministry like his father. His father was a, a pastor in the ministry, a clergyman, they called them. And he had a desire to attend Yale College, a very prestigious uh, college um, in America. And, but all those hopes were dashed as a teenager when uh, another a boy, when he was a teenager, um, hit him in the face with a hockey stick and knocked out all of his teeth. And so all of his hopes of going to university were gone. He struggled with sickness. Um, he had to stay at home. He was very self-conscious. He lost all of his teeth and, and he actually got very depressed. And, and, um, and, and things got worse. That boy who knocked out all of his teeth um, was actually a, not a very good boy. And that, actually, that boy who knocked out all his teeth um, often actually after that went on to become a serial killer. Pretty crazy story. And so this, this other boy, he was um, at home and he didn't have anything to do, but he was looking at the window and he got inspired by the birds flying and things flying. And he said, I would love to do something um, to create something um, that would enable humans for us to fly. And so while he was at home, because he couldn't go to university, he got started studying about flights and drawings and looking at birds. And this boy's name was Wilbur Wright. And we know the story that um, they, they went on in 1903, Wilbur and Orville Wright, they, they, made, the, they made their um, plane, they made the very first plane, and they actually are the people who invented the very first aeroplane. Um, and they were a, a Christian family, their parents were Christians in the ministry. Actually, they had many times when they were designing this plane that they finished the plane, they were ready for test flights, the winds were perfect, everything was perfect. But it was a Sunday and I actually had many times when they said, we're not going to fly today because we're going to respect God um, and, and respect that we're going to take a break on Sundays on the Sabbath and we're going to give that time to God. So they were God-fearing people. Um, and of course, they went on to do amazing things, design the plane um, and, and that gave birth to what we have today, which is international travel. And pretty crazy story unless he had had his teeth knocked out by a future serial killer when he was 15 or 16 years old um, Wilbur Wright would have never had the desire to design a plane or wouldn't be locked in his home and actually when if you just think about that you know without the plane how would we even be here in Japan today I mean maybe we could have come uh, Pastor Rodaviv could have come on a ship from Australia I guess or could have come that but think about how many people have heard the good news about Jesus because they were able to fly to another country to go and share the good news about Jesus with them. Can you see God's plan? Sometimes don't always go uh, so perfectly or always so well. But we know in Romans 8.28 that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him who have been called according to His purpose. And sometimes maybe it feels like the years 2020 or 2021, sometimes maybe it feels like they've just hit us in the face and knocked our teeth out. Um, um, there certainly has been a lot of uh, death and, 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 and not good things. Um, but let's see, could it, could it possibly be out of this that God could use this terrible thing with the, the pandemic situation and could He use it 
for good? Could he actually use it to accelerate his plans to get people to know him? I think he could. And if you believe that today, why don't you give some some praise to Jesus this morning if you believe that. And come on. So let's trust the plan. Things may not go so well. We may be hurting. We may be stuck. We may feel like our teeth have got knocked out. We, 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 but we may have lost the battle, but we haven't lost the war. We may have lost the round, but we haven't lost the match. And so come on, let's push in to what God has called us to do. And the last thing I want to share with you today, the last point is that I want to encourage you, and this is just a personal phrase of mine and, 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 and something that God spoke to me when I was younger here in Japan, that if we build God's house, He will build ours. And I want to encourage you, build God's house first and He will build yours. God will take care of you. And Matthew chapter 6, 33, Jesus says this clearly. Um, he says, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. You know, when God called Peter, when Jesus called Peter, um, you know, they had some amazing times together. But then Jesus went to the cross and people didn't really understand why Jesus went to the cross. They understood kind of, but they didn't fully get the real picture until they had risen again. And actually during that time, Peter actually went back to what he was doing. He, he left the calling of the ministry and he went back to fishing um, as a fisherman. And I want to encourage you, um, don't quit in a tough time. Don't quit because you don't understand everything. Because three days later, we know that Jesus was crucified as a perfect sacrifice to take away our sins. But three days later, He rose again with power over sin and death and gives us victory to live in God's grace. Come on, let's give some praise to Jesus for that. And I want to encourage you in a tough time, in a tough season, don't go back to your nets. Don't go back to your old way of life. No, let's hold on to Jesus. Let's hold on to that calling in a tough time. And of course, I've never been through a, a pandemic before. And, and um, you know, I believe we're on the tail end of this now. And let's keep praying for that. And I, I do remember earlier on here um, when we had the church, when we started the church uh, in Yokohama and we had the team here and we had the big earthquake, the Tohoku earthquake um, in 2011. And of course, um, that was devastating for the Sendai, that Tohoku um, area region. And I remember even just for our small church at that time, I was also pretty devastating. A lot of people moved away. A lot of people um, had left or um, couldn't come to church and actually we didn't even have a place to meet for some time as well and I remember a conversation with Pastor Rod and and I think Pastor Rod was he would say he was testing me at that point as a young leader and he said well maybe if it's too hard Josh maybe you should just quit or something along those lines and I remember being taken aback thinking whoa 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 I'm, I'm never gonna quit come on we're building God's kingdom here come on we're building God's will um, his kingdom here on earth and I remember Pastor Rod's kind of sitting back and I knew you'd say that and good well come on let's move through this and and that was actually a real pivotal moment in our life and I thought I'm whatever God's kingdom whatever that is I, I want to I want to be in this um, with everything I've got God I'm gonna trust you God as I build your house God I'm gonna trust that you're gonna you're gonna build our house and more and um, of course, we were able to stay, uh, start a great church there in Sendai um, as well with Jeff and um, now Nobuki as well. And um, the church is going great there and, and, and all of that. And then earlier on this year, um, we felt that the timing was right to start our very first international Christian school. And we started that here in Yokohama called Zoe International School. You can look that up online. And actually, our principal... Uh, Carrie, she actually came from our church in Sendai and now she's here in, in Yokohama and building the school. We have a great campus here in Yokohama and also online campus that's growing with many students uh, across Japan and helping uh, meet a need there. And 
I was just thinking this week, actually, that's such a crazy story. Imagine if we hadn't continued the church uh, here in Yokohama at that time. Or imagine if we hadn't gone and planted that church there in, in Sendai. Well, none of this would have happened. We wouldn't have been able to start that school or Kerry wouldn't have even been there. Or, and it's just amazing how God's plans work. When we keep saying yes to that next step, when we trust God with that next step, then things work out. And, and we have two of our kids in this school. And that's actually part of, I believe, God saying, hey, Build my, build my house and I'll take care of your house. As you put your life into building the church, I'll also give my, uh, give my life. Well, he gave Jesus. He, he gave his life. But I'll also build your life and your family and take care of your kids um, as well. And I just think the plans of God are actually amazing. And I think it, and when we get to heaven, we'll be just be like, wow, God, how did you design all of this? And so I really want to encourage you. There's so much joy. There's so much fulfillment in sticking with God's plan. Verse 10, we're going to read that out again. In verse 10, it says, Your kingdom come in the Lord's prayer. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we're just going to take some moment just to pray over that. Um, but I really want to encourage you. Um, come on, let's give what we've got to God. Um, if we've got something, uh, you know, if, if we've got a little bit of a gift, let's trust God. Maybe we don't have the whole plan, um, but let's take that next step. Um, let's never think that the kingdom of God is far. The kingdom of heaven is far from us in our country. No, the kingdom of heaven is close. And the last thing is, as we put God number one, um, as we give everything, as we give our lives to build God's house, He will also build our house as well. You come on, maybe that's in the area of finance or in serving, but you'll never come second when you put God first. Come on, let's seek first the kingdom of heaven. Um, let's, let's put these plans into action. God has called us to play a big part in our cities. Um, he's not going to just come and, and reach the earth um, by Himself, Jesus. Of course he could, but he wants to use you and me to help reach people. And if you're saying, Josh, I want to be part of that. I want to, I want to, I want to get excited for God's plan. I want to step into a, maybe a new part of God's plan that God's got for me in this season. Why don't you join me with and pray together? right now and say, God, just thank you for every person joining us today. God, thank you that your plans are, are just so amazing, God, that you're connecting all the dots and we take one step here and then sometime later you connect another dot with another person. And God, just thank you that for your plans are so amazing. And I just pray for anyone here that may be lost or doesn't know the plan that you have for them. I pray that you'd be speaking to them, um, that that they would be trusting you, God. And even though they don't know the whole, the whole plan, they would be taking that next step towards purpose with you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Let's give God some praise. Or maybe you're there and you don't yet know God today, but you want to get to know Him. He's been speaking to you. Um, the Holy Spirit's been touching you. Um, and uh, you would like to invite Jesus into your life today. Well, in a moment, I'm going to count to three and say now. And if that's you at that time, um, why don't you pray this prayer together with me? I believe you can feel God touching you and you're saying, Jesus, I want your forgiveness. I want to get to know you. Um, when I say now, let's pray together. One, two, three, now. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Well, congratulations. Hey, if you made that prayer today, if you prayed that prayer, that's the best thing you could have ever have done. And I believe God is filling you right now with His love and grace. And why don't you just step into that and say, God, I want all that you have for me. And so once again, congratulations. I'll leave us a comment. 
um, or, or visit the website below and we'd love to help you in that next step. Well, have a great week, guys. Thank you for uh, learning the Lord's Prayer together with us today, talking about God's plan. Remember, uh, next week we're going to continue on that. And uh, hey, um, let's be living in God's plan this week. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.